Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. I'm, I'm, I still can't believe it. We're doing a Premier League podcast still. It's ridiculous. Um, sorry we weren't here last week. Lots going on. We'll tell you about that uh, when we, we get going. Um, lots to talk about tonight. Uh, pre-season friendlies, the trip to Slovenia, shirts, tickets, everything else. The boys are in, as usual, you know, pre-season's lots of rumours. We're going to talk about those tonight as well. So we've got Steve with us and Bataro. Nice to see you, fellas. Evening, mate. All, all good? Likewise. Hello, hello. Yeah, everything's really, really good. Um, apologies for last week because uh, I, I think we might have said it on socials that Bataro and I were um, invited on to the Football Ramble when they were doing a documentary about Luton Town and we spent an hour or so with them in the Bricklayer's Arms and going to be included in that. So that was good fun. Um, I've also been... Believe this or not, I've been writing for the Guardian. I know. I don't even know. Is that a good paper? I don't know. And also the Radio Times. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. I don't even know why they thought Famous I could do it. Though, isn't he, eh? Published <laughs> author, isn't he? Eh? Yeah. Published. Yeah, published. Yeah, no, not really. But uh, we're still going to carry on. Uh, next week, obviously, it's the week before the season, so we're just going to just talk about what we've seen and what we've been to and what we've seen online. Um, and I think I thought we'd start with the uh, video from. The tour, town on tour video. You know, the content has changed considerably, if I, if you don't mind me saying that. And I think we all know why, and everybody who watches the podcast would know why that's happened. Um, what did you think of the video, Batari? I thought it was brilliant. I think, like, I don't, well, sorry, I don't feel like we've had a, an insight to maybe pre-season like that, maybe ever. I don't know about you, Jens. You might have seen any, something, sorry, but I haven't. I've never seen anything like it. It's good to, you know, sit down. Obviously, I watched it on a Sunday night. Had a few beers, 30 minutes long. I thought, oh, lovely. Nothing on TV. Because we watch normal TV anyway. But yeah, anyway, it, it, it was really, really, really good. And like you say, it, it showed a lot within the club. So, you know, had personalities as well. I'm glad you said personality, Steve. I was thinking that uh, it did show a real togetherness with the squad. Yeah, I think, obviously, one of the main things about these is, you know, the team bonding and gelling together and you know getting to know each other etc and I think they almost sort of let us in didn't they uh, with, yeah. with, with the, the level of content and how deeply they went into it it was, it was just great to see that level you know getting to know you know what's been going on how it works you know like turning up late you get a fine or you've got to yeah. sing a song or something like that getting so, the riffles, it? Yeah, yeah exactly so yeah. no I think it's just good it makes you feel even more part of the club when you see get that mm-hmm. level of access it was a I know I'm a, I've got a bias, obviously, but I know it's a brilliant video. Um, the new boys just seem to fit in, Bataro. Well, I mean, who's? I mean, I think the first one was it Mads Anderson, maybe one of the first him and like Ben. I think they've had a pretty what about a month now, haven't they? Three to four mm. weeks, obviously more settled in. But yeah, like you say, they all look quite comfortable. They've all spoke very highly of each other. I don't feel well. Of course, you're not going to hear a bad word, but they look like Luton characters. And that's what we're going to see, I think, 
we're gonna we're gonna feel that as well. The energy from everyone, it's no, it's looking good. It's looking very very good. It's um it's just all part of the recruitment again. I yeah. know we just bang on about it endlessly, but, but it's you know, so it's, true. It's not just how good are you, how fit are you, you know, what, what is your character, what sort of person are you? And, you know, when you've got sort of people like Pelly and probably a dozen others that sort of take on that mantle, you know, it's only going to be like a good environment, isn't it? Yeah, and were you surprised about the level of analytics they go on with those coaches? The coaches were really specific about what they were doing and why they were doing it, you know, the runs, getting the fatigue in and things like that. Yeah, no, of course. It, it makes sense as well. And it's Premier League now as well. They know what they're doing. These guys are, like, I think we mentioned it, I think we touched on it last week maybe, the week before, sorry. We went about, you know, obviously like lower down the leagues, do you have like a level of sort of like, uh, what's the word? Staffing. Yeah, the last yeah. level of staffing, sorry. Um, but, and we obviously we went to touch on like, maybe didn't, they don't have as many people to do certain jobs. But these guys have always got specific jobs now to do. And they're so detailed in their specific field, the area, that it's going to be it's going to go a lot deeper than what we think it is. But no, it's brilliant. It's, it's the level of analysis. You know, they're, they're down to when someone is just running on fumes, when they're likely mm-hmm. to pick up an injury and stuff like that. I mean, um, I remember Nathan Jones. He said about a player who's uh, the guy that um, got promoted within the coaching. Um, Alan. Oh, Sheehan. No, no. Uh, McC- uh, McCormack. M- McCormack. He said he couldn't play three games in an uh, <coughs> eight or nine day period. Yeah. And what did he do? He done exactly that. I think it was at QPR. He pulled up within 10, 15 minutes and we didn't see him for a couple of months, you know. So whether that was, um, you know, because we didn't have that level of analysis, I think maybe we did. But these guys know exactly, you know, what the players mm-hmm. can produce. And, and this part of the season is so vital you know they're using that to build them up to get them up to that absolute peak ready for the first game and we're talking about getting ready for the first game we'll, we'll talk about the pre-seasons in a bit but uh the bobbers stand mm. i mean that's that's going up so fast it's unreal it's, it's strange to see the terracing there it's strange to see how it's going to be changed and or how it has changed already the floodlight parlors new scoreboard on the oak road end um that's Do sad, you, isn't it? Sorry, well, scoreboards for us a sad thing. It's got kind of a museum, surely somewhere. Well, the last scoreboard we got rid of, for, you know, when it was at the Kenny, uh, went to Wembley Arena, I believe. The Wallspan bedrooms, one. The Wallspan bedrooms, yeah. Um, Steve, you went past the stadium the other day. What did you think? Yeah, going to say we could only get like a sneaky look from outside. Obviously, um, I mean, it looked almost like it was going to be sort of two tiers. I mean, I've not seen the plans for it, so I don't know. But it looked like it was going to be two tiers. So I was wondering, is it going to be the media and all that stuff along the top, and the, the fans all along the bottom? Because you know, I mean, the Bobbers was never a deep stand, so you know, there's not going to be a lot of rows there. I've, I'm quite intrigued because I haven't really looked at it. But one one thing that is funny, people are saying, oh, and it, it's so high in it, it's so much bigger. Relatively speaking, it's still a really, really small stand. Yeah, yeah. It actually, we're not it's, used to it, are we? That's the thing. No, it's it's in line with the top of the Oak Road roof, isn't it? So um, my understanding is that the top gallery is press and cameras and VAR and stuff like that. Um, obviously, fans down one inside that obviously where they would have been in the old bobbers. The new um, dugouts are going to be pushed back into the bobber sand, so it okay. looks a bit more professional. They probably have really nice seats, won't they? probably warm them up as well <laughs> there's going to be a tv studio there and i think underneath a lot of pref- got to get all that press facilities in that's that's my understanding you know please correct me if i'm wrong in the comments i'm sure you all mm. will do you, do you remember when it was 
the bobbers though and uh, there was a bad decision given on their side the amount of like walking sticks and that that would be up in up in the air sort well, of I tell moaning. you what with that with that in mind one of those things that really I do remember is when Luton played Chelsea in a three all on a really icy pitch and I think Chelsea scored or got given a penalty I can't one of the two I think it was probably a penalty and uh, but before the pen the linesman was flagging for offside I'm sure of this and again it put me straight if I'm wrong because I was only young um, and the bobbers it was it was a while ago then yeah yeah okay uh, <laughs> Leave the room, Steve. Um, The bobbers went mental because the lino put his flag down, yeah, and they went mental at him and made him put it back up again, (laughs) and and then the penalty decision was reversed or the goal was reversed. That was my memory, Uh, and my first proper memory of the bobbers was um, I went in there to watch Luton play Millwall, and I was quite disappointed because I wanted to go on the Oak Road, and my old man said, "No, no, we're going to go in the bobbers because I think it'd be safer." what I didn't know at that point in my life, that there was a bar underneath. That's why my dad wanted to go in there. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But enough. the game was on the big match. Luton won, but there was a couple of people, I think, had uh, a stabbing or something like that in the Oak Road end, so I was pleased I wasn't in there. Mm. Uh, but I've got really fond memories of the Bobbers, and, and what I think about the Bobber stand right now is that, you know, it's just going to look different. Yeah. And you're going to go in there and you're going to see all the seats there and it's going to... There'd be more people that side. Mm. It'd be great. Yeah, so there's almost going to be a bit of noise coming from that side as well, so that'd well, be good. I, I would imagine that the executive box, box members would have had first dibs on those seats because, they, you know, there's no there's no commercial there anymore, is there? No. I mean, you boys, you've seen it all change before. I mean, 85, whenever it was, I think the last time they changed it, was it? Obviously, on to now, but I've not seen any different. I've, I've only seen the executive yeah. boxes. That's all, that's all I will remember. And as soon as I see it for the first time, I know I'm going to sit there and go... Wow. I think we're all going to say wow yeah. because, yeah. you know, this money from the Premier League has given us lots more to look at. Mm. It, it, it was an eyesore, though. Once you had the bobbers there, what it became was an eyesore. Now, I, see, there's That's the thing. That's why everyone takes a piss out of it, isn't they? Oh, look well, at you. You've only got, you only well, got one, like, can one we just, side missing. Can we just touch on that? Because absolutely the vitriol that we're getting online, we said it before, um, every single prediction that from any other fan, from any other area, from anything you look at, everyone's putting Luton Town at the bottom of the league. Oh, uh, and you know, and the normal comments, oh, they have to walk through the gardens. Well, do something, <laughs> do something <laughs> original. Um, yeah. Let's just smile at it though, because it's not going to go away. People are ignorant. You know, everyone in and around Luton knows what the score is. So let's just smile and let them crack car- carry it. on with it. Yeah. Like I say, the more people slate it, and the more you see, like you know, finishing in twentieth place and whatever else. I'm just sitting there going, I'm smiling because I'm going. Do you know what? Mm. That's great because I know we can do something, and if we can. You know, it is what it is. I mean, but it could cause it. It's going to cause a few faces to go outside down. So yeah, Luton have been their best over the last 10, 15 years when there's been an injustice. Yeah. You know, whether it's an isolated uh, incident in a game or you know sending off or what have you. When we feel we've been cheated or ripped off, mm-hmm. that is when uh, the players go up a notch, the fans go up a notch. So with, with that level of intensity, you know. So we're not going to be cut yeah. adrift. No, you're Absolutely right. Absolutely not. Sorry, Dave, before we touch on I'm about to say, I've had so many people in the last sort of three, four days going, oh, you lot, you know, you're, you're fucked, you know, this sort of stuff, right? That was meant to be a Northern accent. Someone did, Northern <laughs> did say the other day. But, you know, being polite anyway. But, no, look, everyone's ripping me, saying you're not going to survive. This is the Premier League. This is this. You need to go and spend X amount of million. Why? Where's this whole logic come from? Does financials matter all the time today? Does money, money speaks, yes, money, of course it talks, but... So does does shrewd recruitment, though. Yeah, exactly. And look, 
And last season, we go, oh, you need to sign Premier League players. We are signing Premier League players because last season, we apparently signed League One players. Mm. And look at us, we're in the Premier League. So all those people that are saying that, go get in your hole and shut up. That's I what think, I would I say. If you look at the clubs that we may have to compete against to stay in that league, uh, the first one that springs to mind right now is Wolves. They're, they're, they're being stuffed by yeah. financial fair play, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. Um, Sheffield United. Because say Sheffield United don't seem to be doing an awful lot. I don't know what what's going on there. They've but just lost their best player as well. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, I can say I, I don't know how happy they're going to be with the, their activity. So there are clubs that particularly could be on our level. I mean, let's be honest. We were in the same division as Sheffield United last year, mm. and we're in the same division as Burnley. And we we gave them both yeah. great games. Uh, we was you know not that far off of Bournemouth the year before, um, so I'm, I'm not worried about it. I think oh, it, no. what will be will be. I, I genuinely think we might stay up. I really do. Mm. Oh, I genuinely course, think that. Of course, but um, do why you think? Can't, why it, can't you? Why yeah, can't we say? Obviously, a lot from the championship. It's jealousy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You still. Oh, you know, looting, looting yeah, the crap. Yeah, they they sort of, they sort of kick their way through it. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Is it too early to judge our squad on pre-season games, Pataro? Oh, I mean, it's way too early. It's, you know, they're, they're going to be nowhere near the levels or the you know match sharpness as such. Nowhere near. But look, we've got a couple of friendlies or so. I mean, I don't know about you boys, but I don't look at anything like that. It's until a, it is a massive irrelevance. Exactly. People going, oh, you know, we didn't do too well the other night. You know, this and that. And scored two against so and so because they're a championship club or a league one just come up. It's like, hang on a minute, what? Yeah. People that say that are usually the, the people that support Premier League teams sitting with their Sky Sports season pass, you know what I'm saying? They're going to take things from the games, you know, the coaches are, how they defend, how, you know, with and without the ball and all that. They'll take isolated incidents, but by and large, you know, I've seen loads of pre-season friendlies over the year. Come the first game, it is totally different, you know, because you haven't got that intensity, you're concerned about getting injured, you're not up to speed with it, so... It's, it's just an irrelevance. It really is. Yeah, Dave, I've got a quick question for you. Let's see how good your memory is. Okay. The season you won the conference, that's a different level. doesn't really matter, but... Wait a moment. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Loading, loading. But no, I mean, I don't know if you remember the pre-season at all. Why would I remember you, the pre-season? We just said season. the pre-season is irrelevant. No, I don't No, no, no I'm it. just saying, I, I don't really remember it, but I'm pretty no. sure we didn't do too well in pre-season and then we absolutely went and thumped teams off the park, so... Mm. And if I am wrong, well, that, it might be a different season, but I'm... No, yes. that's, that's a very good point. So if we talk about the friendlies very, very briefly, uh, uh, we sort of struggled our way into a 1-1 with Ipswich. Um, I have to say, I've seen the goal that they scored. It was a cross, really, wasn't it? The yeah, guy went ahead and missed it. Shay missed it. And he took a lot of crap for that. Um, was it his fault? I don't think so. Uh, it's one of those ones. A player goes for it, you, they attack it. Of course, your, body, your body's going to change. Your positioning or your adjustment, sorry. Nah, it is what it is. And look, you've got to give Shay some credit as well. This guy hasn't really played a lot in the last three years, so mm. been out for a long time as well. Not that that matters. I'm not blaming him for that at all, but no, look, if people are going to give him shit for that, then grow up. Sorry. Um, also, then, we look at uh, the result from the weekend. Sheffield Wednesday 1, uh, Loot Town 2. Um, again, we went one behind. Um, I don't know what to say about the guy. Have you seen the goals? Yeah. I've, I've seen our goals. You've seen our goals. Have yeah. you seen their goal? I have seen it. I'm trying to remember because he was at wedding. It was absolutely yeah. obliterated. But um, 
Yeah. Okay, let's leave that one there then. (laughs) Okay, so let's let's talk about Luton's goals. Um, You know, uh, Pelly and Morris. Trademark goal from Pelly, wasn't it? That that area, that that air, yeah, that area of the you know, of the penalty area. You know, he's he done it so many times yes, already. Yeah. And little step over, and he finds that corner well, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a penalty, by the way. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, it was a penalty. Is it Smith. Are we talking about Sheffield Wednesday again, or us? Last game, Sheffield Wednesday. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Their, their goal. Yeah. It yeah. Penalty, it, was, it? it was a Nakamba foul, wasn't yes, it? Yes. Oh, it that's was a penalty, right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, the Pelly goal. You're right. Trademark Pelly. Was it bottom right corner? Yeah. Keeper's left, bottom, yeah. Yeah, yeah. keeper's left, yeah. Um, We get a lot of bad publicity about the way we play, you know, hoofball, whatever else, but there was a move on that that pitch that day. Bataro, you can explain it to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I know he wants to. (laughs) I'll tell you what, you do the first part, go on. Mads. Yeah. <laughs> Take it over. Mads as a hatter. Yes. Yeah. No, it, I, I just like the way um, he sort of broke out of sort of defence, sort of pushing towards midfield, threaded the ball uh, through through to midfield. And yeah, I mean, that one touch um, pass and oh, movement. Lovely, wasn't it? Slick. Yeah, it really it was sublime, really. He deserved a goal, Batari. Oh, of course. I mean, as soon as Chong gets the ball, you think to yourself, he's even a shoot here, take a touch, shoot or shoot and score. And then all of a sudden, he's picked out, I think, was it Adi Bio? Or was it Adi? Oh, I don't know who it was now. I was watching on a very small screen, to be fair. Yeah, same, yeah. same as that. Yeah, yeah. The, the phone and that. But no, so, I and mean... obviously, I think it was a great block in him, wasn't it? Or a mm. scuff shot, or maybe, whatever, yeah. yeah. But it was a great, great, great move. Yeah. I was delighted to see Cotton Morris score again. Um, yeah. And actually, I know it was a friendly, but it, he celebrated like it was, it was really... He, he just naturally takes up the right positions, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can coach it, but the way he naturally finds space in the penalty area, that's just a gift. That's a, a football brain yes. and awareness. From memory, Bataro, I think um, Campbell intercepted a pass or got the ball back, played a nice little ball through. Yeah, I th- I'm sorry. Elijah was trying yeah, to go oh, through, yeah. um, got tackled. Uh, Campbell picked, picked it, it up, up and, and yes, pushed it through yes, the line to him. Yes, that's the one. Decent. So we've got a couple more and then it's a real game. So... Mm. More than you, Wolves. I don't think we can read too much into that, can we? No, I mean, look, it's pre-season. I never look into anything to do with pre-season. As long as we look fit and we look like a half-decent side, I don't care if we win. I'll be honest, I really don't. I don't care. It's pre-season. It really is. It means nothing. You've seen teams like Manchester City lose to whoever. I definitely lost the other night, actually. People are going to go, what, are they going to judge those? Yeah. When they could probably go and wipe up and clean up the league next season. So, look, it is what it is. Although two defeats against the Hatters would be great. Oh, yeah. beautiful, wouldn't it? But um, no, it's, I think that's on, is that on YouTube as well? The Wolves game? No idea. No idea. Well, I'm hearing it, it might be on YouTube, so. Okay, if you're not going, that, then yeah. try YouTube, that's okay. And obviously the trip to Germany, again, go for the fun, go for the fun, you know, just for a fun weekend away. Um, but it's about fitness, isn't it? It's about mm. getting your mm. game plan ready and about finishing and playing together. Two games in Germany, though, isn't it? Back-to-back, so... Mm. That'd be interesting. Yeah, they're going to do two games. Right, brilliant. So I think um, you'll see both sides of the score playing. Yeah. Um, it's a difficult question again because we haven't been there live at the moment. Sorry, fellas, but we've had loads of other things on. Um, any players caught your eye so far? I mean, you mean performance-wise or do you mean well, just, just in general? Yeah, just in general with our team. I just think the last few signs we've made are ridiculously good. Mm. Ryan Giles, this guy as well. I'm sorry, best left wing back in the championship, for starters. 
But well, we've sort of Chong. upset Middlesbrough supporters there, haven't we? Let's oh, be fair. Oh, yeah, but let's face it, he's only a B team player, so never mind. But um, now look, we're making some real good business as well. But when you say about catching your eye, Chong, he looks very fit in the videos that I've seen. He seems keen to get on the ball. Yes. You know, we need someone like that, don't we? Because as we evolve, we're going to go go away from the very happy to have the ball very little. You know, we, we've got to evolve away from that, I would, I would anticipate. He seems very happy to, to be on yeah. the ball, get hold of the ball. Ryan Giles, apparently, um, he created more goals and chances and assists in the whole of the Championship last mm-hmm. year. Well, that's why he's the best. That's why he's the best, yeah. So I'm happy with that. Mm. Uh, Kabore. Oh, see, look at that response, Batara. Why do you do that? You obviously know well of him. Yeah, he played for Marseille last year. This guy's rapid, man. This guy, honestly, you see it the weekend, you see it, the highlights mm. and whatever else. And this guy's pace, man. Everyone just had to keep like cleaning him out. They just took him out every single time, pretty much. I think the thing, that's, the thing that's exciting about uh, this, uh, these sort of two signs that we've spoken about, is such an important position for the way we play yes you know, yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, the way we attack and sort of uh, transition and turn the ball over etc they're two really really important and you know they're stacked with pace and power now pure pace yeah. as well it is literally I'm telling you this Kabora as well but I'm not too sure if there's any quicker than him about he's electric yeah well, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing them in, mm. you know, real game environment. But yeah. I, again, I think it could be six or seven games before it settles down and we get that genuine mm-hmm. rhythm that we're going to we're gonna look to achieve. But yeah, the, the, it's, it's exciting because exactly we, right we, we, we've yeah. got a lot of pace coming into the side now, people willing to get on the ball. And, you know, if there's good pass and movement, you know, yeah. what's to say we're not going to have really upset teams? I mean, what about Dave? Come on, let's, what's your opinion? Because I want to hear you. I want to hear what your thoughts on these players are, and have you seen any of them play, or have you just sort of? I tell you what. No, I tell you what. I think um, as an older fan, I can't believe how much money we've spent. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Literally, we've got lots more than we've ever had before. And if you're yeah. going to try and stay up, you've got to spend a few quid. Um, but according to transfermarket.co.uk, we spent like 16.95 million pounds and no one really knows how much we've actually spent apart from the club itself. Mm. Uh, but we're signing players and, and, and you know, other Premier League teams will laugh and people below us will laugh, but we're spending five, six million pounds on a player. Mm. That's never happened in our play exactly. ever. Breaking transfer records every time as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite excited about Gabore. I'm quite excited about Nakama being back. Um, I've got to be honest with you. I don't remember Ryan Giles much when he, when, when he no when he played with for, against us. I don't remember him that much. But actually, from everything I've we read, well, no, because yeah. I just sometimes I'm not concentrating on the other no, the that, team. I think I think I said this in the last pod. You know, we was asking about one of the players, and I genuinely only see you know that the, the Luton players. Yeah. You know, it, it took something like Chong a couple of years ago at Birmingham Birmingham to really see. An opposition player. When you realise they're the ones pulling every single string in that team. The only yeah. other time you recognise a player is when it's someone like Hessenthaler. You know, you, you know, going back in the years. You know, you so think, you're, oh, showing you, you're showing your age again, aren't you? I know, I know. But that, that's really, really, apart from that, I don't really see the opposition's players. Who would you say was the best player you saw at the Kenny last year? Our season? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I mean, Lockyer probably everyone's going to say, I think, maybe because the most consistent... What about opposition? 
Because the only one that springs to my mind straight away is Chong. Was that last season? Did he have a good... Uh, he did not, yeah, to be fair. Um, that was last season, I, wasn't it? No, I mean, the, no, the, the 5-0 was yeah, two seasons nil, before. Yeah. Well, that's the last time I remember him then. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. But no, I mean, last season, I, I don't really recall a, a player where we sort of chatted about him in the pub afterwards from the opposition I side. I feel like we were but that that's, solid, though. That's maybe... Testament to Luton, yeah. yeah. and my ignorance. <laughs> no, no such thing, Steve. You ignorant? No, <laughs> hey, it's, get, it's getting a bit exciting now. We're getting closer and closer to first game of the season. Um, we can talk about tickets and the way that you get tickets. Now, I'm a diamond season ticket holder, so um, I can get tickets quite early. Is it a fair system we've got right now, do you think? Of course. There's always going to be people that are unhappy about it, but, you know, you've got to have some sort of criteria and, you know, whatever formula you use, it's going to, you know, naff off some people. Um, I know um, my mate at work, there's Spurs, and you get points and you get more points for going to the less glamorous games. Let's say, for example, I don't know, midweek, somewhere not one of the glamorised. You get more points for that than, you know, Spurs and Arsenal, stuff like that. You know, it does, whatever your formula, there's going to be people who go, oh, it's not fair. You know, th- you're on to a loser with it. I mean, if we, it was, a, sorry, David, I was, about, I was just about to say, it was exactly the same in the playoff final as well, right? When everyone's going, oh, fucking, oh, I can't even get a ticket, you know. Well, I'm a Luton fan, but realistically, you never really bothered when they weren't doing so mm. great. So though, therefore, I am one of those people that will say, if you're not really bothered about the less attractive ties, as you're saying, and whatever else, then why does why do you deserve it? Mm. People go, oh yeah, but I, you know, I was doing this. It's always an excuse, but I'm sorry, I am one of those people that will sit there and go, people who are the most loyal deserve the most from the football club. Isn't it ever inevitable that we move to a point system at some point, like all the yeah, other I Premier League so. clubs? Yeah, I'd imagine Surely. so. Yeah, Surely. and also one of those, if you don't come to your home games, you're going to lose your ticket, that sort of thing, because mm. I think that happens at Brentford, it happens at Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you don't use your tickets, if you don't turn up... I think the, I think the thing in place is, the fairness of it is, I think they, uh, they say, if you're not going to turn up, you have to say, or you have to then, obviously, give your ticket up, basically, them to, them to resell, sorry. Well, especially so especially in a stadium... You're working, I get that. Well, I right. get that, especially in a stadium as small as ours, because, mm-hmm. you know... Of course. There will be people genuinely chomping at the bit... Yeah. To come and see us this season, you know, and I oh, feel sorry. So, I thought you were going to say something else. Said Dave Grant. No, no, I feel I, t- I genuinely feel, well. They won't, you know, they won't all be Luton supporters. There'll be two club supporters, but I would. I'm generally sad for someone who has supported us all the way through the conference and five years in that doldrums and been to most of the away games in them seasons and yeah. and they get through, but they didn't get their season ticket in time or whatever. And now they can't get a ticket. Mm. Uh, I th- I'm quite sad for those. Yeah, this is why we got to get that new ground done. Yeah. yeah. However, I'm. Sounds terrible, really. I, I took I took advantage of the diamond season ticket for exactly this reason. Because mm. if we're going to do well, and now they're not selling them anymore, aren't they? So yeah. it made me feel a lot worse about myself because I actually cocked up my season ticket last season, didn't I? You did. I put but the, done it, the wrong box, didn't I? Three thousand. You know, I think we'll sell out allocation every week. We're going away every single week, and it's going to be a great ride. If I'm not going, I'll let you know <laughs> and gather tickets. Um, I've just read this. We've been charged with um, two breaches of the rules following the championship playoff semi final. Well, that's old news. Who cares? Uh, we'll just pay that off. Um, can we just touch before we finish? Can we just touch on the goalkeeping situation? Um, there's been a lot of flack about James Shaw, and I don't really want to diss James Shaw. I think he's all right. I think he's a he's a decent keeper. He hasn't had a he lot is. of 
opportunity recently. Mm-hmm. But we do need to strengthen there, surely. Well, I mean, we've got currently in the squad, is it him and Matt Macy? Mm. Obviously the youngster, but obviously you can't really count those guys. But yeah. f- for me, I'm sorry, like it's, it's not a disrespect, but Matt Macy for me is not going to be anywhere near the first team. Because, you know, he would have been the last season in the lower league, with, like, with all due respect. But no, look, James Shea, I like James Shea, but we need competition. We need people to push each other. Mm. And we haven't got that at the moment. I mean, it's, um, it's clearly a department that they're struggling to successfully recruit in. You know, I mean, a lot of people on Twitter or whatever say, oh, you know, calm down, stop wetting the bed and all this lot. Mm-hmm. But it must be a concern because they've clearly... Um, had interest. I'm not saying that they've made bids, but they've they've clearly had interest in a few uh, goalkeepers, and nothing's come to, uh, to light. So it is something that needs to be addressed. We're getting nearer and nearer. So does that push up the asking price or the terms of how they receive the payment? Yes. I notice you've just scribbled with your childish handwriting, Dave <laughs> uh, Palmer. You know, it could be that that they just want a bit more money for him. Would we have been happy with Palmer, Bataran? I mean, I, I think he's a good keeper, to be fair. I mean, we didn't see much of him when he was at our place. I think he was oh, maybe four or three games. Uh, Co- Coventry away, midweek. Yes. He yeah. made some absolutely yeah. blinding oh, saves. That, that was a great night for him. He was superb. And, and we're also... But West Brom think highly of him. This is... Yeah, they touch on that as well. They, he's they highly rated, so... The problem, I think Steve hit it on the head, Patari, that now we're in the Premier League, and whether it be for one season, two seasons, or however, people look at our club and go, well... They've got a few quid. Let's hang out with exactly. But now I'm also seeing as well today, we've been with Christian Walton, is it, again? Mm. I can't really see it, though. Not maybe, f- maybe it's a second choice or something like that, but then it's, is that a disrespect to Shale? So I'm not too sure. Um, knows, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've not seen him week in, week out at all uh, lately, but I mean, I think last time I, I saw him was when we stayed up against uh, Blackburn on, you know, that last game of the season after lockdown and that. Um no, I, I can't really comment, but I, for me, I think Palmer would be great. If we've, yeah. got, if we've got to find another half a million or what have you, I think that might be worth it. We, um, we did ask generally on Twitter over the last few days, um, would you be happy if either Macy or Shea started against Brighton? I'm just going to read a couple of the comments. Uh, Gary said, James Shea, like Potts and Berry, a long-serving model professional, league after league. So glad he's still with us. And I'd happily have him as our number one in the Premier League. Um, another one from LTFC Memes. I've never had a great deal of confidence in Shea, if I'm honest. I know Luton fans love him and he's a lovely bloke. But I think of him as a League One keeper, unfortunately. That's a bit harsh, isn't mm. it? Yeah, I think so. Sorry, but I'd, I'd disagree with that personally. But, you know, that's your opinion. But it, there's, that's a bit yeah, that's a bit much. League One goalkeeper. Nick says, uh, if Shea starts, it would be just a great reward for being overlooked as number one for the past three seasons because every time he's got into the team, he's sort of been pushed back again, isn't he? Mm. And Chris says, to be fair, it'd be pretty special if Shea does start. An excellent character and has always been good for us, including supporting others so well when he's not in the lineup. Yep. Then winning his place back from both Stetch and Sluger. That is literally my spot on the comment I've seen about Shea. 100%. That's amazing. Um, fellas, Next week, preview Brighton. Mm-hmm. You're on holiday, but... That's uh, right, I can zoom it up, baby. <laughs> okay. Um, keep an eye out for us. I, I think we're at the point where we just think about, I cannot wait for the first game of the season. Oh, by the way, boys, tomorrow I'm speaking to Pierre. He's French. 
from Le Keep ooh, from France, ooh. and uh, I'm meeting up with him for a chat about oh, Luton nice. Town. And we're going to talk about um, how Luton are being perceived all around the world right now. Have you found that you've saw, seen more people from around the world going, I like Luton Town, mm. I used to be a football manager or whatever. Maybe, maybe they've seen our beautiful new away kit. Oh, we didn't talk about that. No, no, we didn't. I thought I'd pop oh, it in there, Dave. So much. Oh, well, do you know what? Do you know that like, this is my birthday? Yeah. Well, boy, boys, from, come mate. on. Listen, it was my birthday the other week, and I know the orange one's been pre-ordered for me. And then the white one came out, and you was like, I need another one. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I was hoping that one, because I haven't had my present from you two yet, I was hoping you might do that. Oh, well, I'm sure we can uh, no. make, maybe put £5 or something towards it. Dave, we tolerate you at best. <laughs> Um, yeah, the white kit's awesome, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. What if it could have been like your old um, rugby shirt school where you could turn it inside out and then it was the other one? That way you'd only have to buy one. <laughs> but Steve, you can stop talking now. Didn't silly. England do that kit as well? 2004 yeah. was that a training kit? I don't know, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. But no, they're, they're, they're beautiful. The orange one and the white one, absolutely tremendous. And yeah, can't wait for them to turn up. I'm more in love with the white one though. It's, it's beautiful, that, that white kit. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is beautiful, but my still my favourite kit is the one I remember Ricky and David Moss playing in the the three st- Admiral, the Admiral? Admiral Admiral kit. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. Hopefully, at one point, retro will go that way. Gary Sweet, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, that'd be cool. Uh, look, we've got lots more to talk about as the season gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Obviously, we're going to come out. It may not be a Monday podcast record. It might be whenever we're playing the day after. So we might be a day late with with. Uh, stuff but keep interacting keep letting us know what you're thinking about the pod everyone who's supported us it's been brilliant uh we're carrying on it's been fantastic uh yeah i cannot wait for the brighton game i just can't wait and i can't wait to talk about it afterwards you know win lose or draw i don't care it's going to be historical just just make sure you don't get so bladdered that you've got to make up what you think happened yeah, well, I am going on the train. I don't know if that's the right thing to do, and I will be drinking loads. Well, I think uh, problems on the train? I don't care. There's taxis. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> It'll work itself out. <laughs> Listen, thank you very much for listening, for, for being part of us for the last five seasons, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Thank you. See, see you, guys. Care. Take care.